election year, man. And a lot of people don't vote in the midterms. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people let them join. They only vote in the big one. You know what I'm saying? And that, it's hard, bro. It's hard to keep up with them little elections. But really, those are the people that I think affect affect our lives the most on a day-to-day basis. Oh, there's no doubt about it. That's why a lot of, you know, I, I be hearing about these small towns that, you know, where the, the you know, legislator or the town mayor or whatever it is, like they get to know the constituents, the constituents fucks with them and all this type of stuff. And I think they get it right. Some, a lot, probably most of America, people don't know who they're, I'll be honest, and that goes for me too, who their county executive is. I don't even know what they got out here, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even Secretary know of State, like, <laughs> all that shit. <laughs> and those the motherfuckers that run this shit. Like, I think it's, it's a, that information, you know, that sentiment is getting out there that people are like, yo, the people that really run it are the ones y'all not really paying attention to. Y'all got to start paying attention to these elections. But I just don't know how much people are because the big one two years ago was so exhausting. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit's exhausting, man. Them, them political years, bro. So I think a lot of people are like, all right, man, I'm fall back, da da da. But like, nah, you can't. You can't fall back now, because then before you know it, you might not even be able to vote. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Motherfucker, take your rights away. First up, Keith, have you heard about a young lady named Flurona? Nah, nah I haven't had heard about Flurona. What's she saying about me? <laughs> Flurona does not work at the local strip clubs, y'all. Flurona is the latest, I guess, in uh, uh virus <laughs> a combination to come out of the pandemic where flu and corona simultaneously uh attack a person that's crazy i know they got combined tests where you could get tests for for uh, the rona and flu at the same time but i guess it makes sense because people are out and about now last year nobody was getting the flu because everyone was wearing masks and everyone yeah, was staying inside yep Cause that mask mandate that we have in stores, that's only oh you in Jersey anyway. But I was gonna say that's like a New York State thing that we got, but that's not obviously nationwide. Um, Cause we was watching a basketball game and um, Shorty was like, "Yo, what's the deal with the mask? Why some people wearing masks, some people not?" And I'm like, "Oh, they in Dallas." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I was like, "I think only the people in the front rows have to wear it or some shit." But um, yeah, but like, yeah, obviously in New York, you gotta wear it if you go inside of a store or something like that. So yeah, you got people not wearing masks, you got people out and about, parties, bars, nightclubs. Yeah, you are gonna get those people that those, the flu numbers that were so low last year are gonna spike right back up just because the masks were definitely preventing the spread of that. That's crazy, man. As as if we don't have enough to deal with. But I think I think right now. We're probably moving into the phase of figuring out how much virus can we live with. Not about eliminating it, but just you know, they, I, I could have, I could see a situation in which doctors or the researchers are looking at how how bad really is the Omarion variant? Like how terrible is it really? And I don't mm. think we know yet, but they're saying it's mild, milder, but people catch it quick as hell, and I would imagine that some people are dying from it still so Antonio Brown retired in the middle of a football game last week uh they considering it a retirement no well I guess they I mean (laughs) I think think people more so are like who's gonna pick him up now but I think they said that before also right that's been said before also so (laughs) yeah I mean he's talented I mean he's uh I'll say this, he's a bizarre guy. Like and mm-hmm. 
it's so difficult to understand stuff like this from the outside looking in. Same thing with Kyrie, right? Like, it's just difficult to understand. Like, people say he's this and he's that, try to diagnose him with CTE from afar and all this type of stuff. Who knows? I mean, I'll be honest. With my first reaction, was like, oh, boy, Antonio Brown's being Antonio Brown. But then mm-hmm. he put out that statement, and I kind of believed it, the fact that he got cut on the sideline and, um, you know, he, he told them about a foot. And they were like, come on now, you you playing or not? And if not, you cut, like that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, then he went and on, and like, I think he, he, threw, he threw a little salt on Tom Brady on some interview he was doing. Yeah, no, nah, he um he made it, well, just for everyone who doesn't know, uh, according to Antonio Brown's side of the story, um, he was being asked to go back into a game where he, he felt he was injured. And expressed that, and Bruce Arians kind of told him, if you don't get back on the field now, uh, you're going to be cut. Um, and at that point, he decided to take off his uh, pads and his shirt and uh, walk off the field. And then at some point, ran onto the field, ran into the end zone, and started waving at fans um, at MetLife Stadium uh, that were there cheering for the Jets and you know the Bucks. I don't know. How do you feel about this? Do you think rappers are just not right, like incriminating themselves? Or do you think Jay-Z um, and Meek Mill are doing a noble thing by trying to get this passed in the office? Well, firstly, I, I have not heard. Uh, so you said they they make a type of appeal to Governor Hochul. So this is only in New York, I'm guessing. Yep, only in New York. It's legislation for now. Um, from yeah, from, uh, from new legislation from Senator Jamal Bailey and Assembly Member Katina Catalina Cruz. Um, this would amend state law to limit the admissibility of a defendant's music or other creative expression as evidence shown to a jury. Yeah, I totally agree with that, man. Because, I mean, let's face it, like, these types of stories are, it's part of the music. And a lot of rappers are, um, it's like a character when you're on stage. Any any artist who's a, a, a performing artist, it's like a character that you assume when you're on stage. When you meet them, these people in real life or in person, anybody, a comedian or whoever, like, they're just, they're like a different person, most of them. You know what I'm saying? They're not walking around rapping and speaking in, in rhymes and shit. So I think that violence is so, so core to rap music that so, some rap music that you can't take somebody's art and be like, hey, uh, he must have done this because he sang about this. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's, it, it, it is unfair. And I, I, I do agree with this. This is, if it does pass, it would be a good thing. Just, I mean, not that I could care about any particular case, but I think that the precedence, like, it's good for just fair, just fair justice. And especially when it comes to, to rappers, most of them are black. So you kind of want to even the playing field. By the way, real quick, it's really dope that, that Robin Thicke was in there. You read the list and I was like, Robin Thicke, that shit just jumped out at me. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me, it remind me of, uh, Dave Chappelle did a, um, uh, what's it called, uh, the monologue on, I think on SNL, he was telling a story about going to Obama's, like, farewell party, and he listed all these, mm-hmm. like, black artists, Jodeci and all these people, and he said, uh, for some reason, Bradley Cooper was there, and that's what that shit sound like, it was like, oh yeah, Jay-Z, Meek Mill, Kelly Rowland, and Robin Thicke. <laughs> I think Robin Thicke has, I think because of the amount of legislation that he's faced, like, because he got sued by Marvin Gaye's family, um, and then also he's gotten, like, people try to cancel him because of the uh, Blurred Line song, where they actually try to use the lyrics from that song to cancel him. 
<laughs> Robert Dick like, yo, it's just music. I didn't even write this. <laughs> like, you know so I think yeah, he might have a certain uh sensitivity <laughs> to that type of uh that, that that the nature of, of what rappers are going through right now. But rappers I ain't gonna front, man. Come on, like the I ain't, I, I can't tell people what to write, right? You you write your art, you write your life, but the violence do gotta stop, man. I get I get so pissed off when I hear about rappers dying, rappers this. You got like we gotta separate the violence from the art, man, for real. Like cause I hate seeing rappers make it out, start making money, and then next thing you know, they get shot dead or they shoot somebody and they gotta go to like I'm getting that shit's getting old and it's starting to get depressing, man. I think it's just a messed up way of thinking for whatever reason they, they think that way. I know there's a lot of aggrieved black guys who maybe they were played by girls and these girls are black, but it reminds me of that argument of the whole black on black crime thing. People who tend to commit crimes on you will tend to be your race because that's who you're around all day. So if you're dating growing up and you're around black people all day and you date a lot of black people, you're going to get played by black, black people, people. If, you, if you get played <laughs> at all, yeah. right? So yeah. I, I think that for, for, for that part of it, those guys who feel that way because, oh, man, I was dating these two, uh, you know, two, three, whatever black people and, and they played me. So I went on to this next thing. Uh, you know that that's that's just so flawed, and there's a, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of black hate there, especially for for black women. I know uh, the two the two demographics that have the toughest time on dating sites are black women and Asian men, and for 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 different reasons, mostly stereotypes. You heard they say the whole Shaniqua. What they said Shaniquas and and mm-hmm. Night Rider, but and not Night Riders. Riders. And, yeah, yeah it, I think it goes to that thing of it's easy. Uh, people find it too easy to try to put black women as the other, right? For for whatever different reasons, their hair, their looks, their um, the attitudes that are that are informed by their culture, um, all these different things, and and probably most of all how they view a woman should be particularly how a black woman should be. And I think these dudes are victim to that. So the thing is though, that their, that their view on this is not unique, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's not new. So that's why I don't, I don't put the, the, all the, the weight of this way of thinking on them. Right. It's like, if you see a dude from, I don't know, like some white supremacist, I mean, he's fucked up. Like he's, he's mad messed up, but like, that one dude is like just one piece of a whole bunch of other people. So you try to cancel this one dude. It's just one dude. What you really should be doing is trying to f- fight that way of thinking. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's what's just taking a lot of people over. And I know this, this type of thing flies under the, the radar. People aren't thinking every day about uh, how guys, especially black guys are thinking about black women. But it's it's um it's something that that's been that's weighed on me for for many years. Ever since I was of dating age, and a lot of my parents are like, "Yeah, man, I got me a girl," and they say stuff like, "I got me a girl. She's nice and light, or she she a, a nice red bone." Like uh, saying it as if like red bone is is synonymous with oh she's good looking, oh she she um she pretty even though she dark like she dark but she fine like stuff like that that. It's just little emblems of what these people, like what the poison that's been running through their head and the poison that's just out there. And these dudes had a platform and, and that's the thing. So it's, it's unfortunate. 
Um, but yeah, Rihanna, <laughs> Rihanna and ASAP pregnant. Congrats, congrats. Crazy man, <laughs> hell yeah. It was funny. It's a lot of dudes. I think it's kind of like when when uh, Beyonce first got pregnant. A lot of a lot of dudes because you know there's like a fantasy like Rihanna's my girlfriend, Beyonce's my girlfriend, like that that kind of like my play girlfriend mm-hmm. in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we go on dates to the museum and we have ice cream after and shit like that. And then you see <laughs> that in real life that she had, you know they she has a life partner and they about to have a kid together. It's like ah oh, man, that that that's, that was supposed to be me. Hurry up. <laughs> yeah, man, that's crazy, man. That's, that's a that's an amazing thing. Shout out to them, yeah. Shout out to Rihanna ASAP. You know, what I mean, they look happy together. They like they Rihanna's like our age, right? If I'm not mistaken, so about that, maybe yeah. a year or two younger. Yeah, uh, shout out to them, man. That's doing the big. I like the little uh, the way they announced it. They took those pictures. I mean, I'm sure Rihanna was cold because we was in New York City yeah. a couple weeks ago. We was freezing our ass off with bubble coats on. <laughs> she out here, yeah, she had her belly, <laughs> just letting the belly, had her belly show. out. <laughs> up. Yeah. I was cold for her. I mean, somebody shot her. <laughs> somebody wanted to shoot her, right? There was something that she gave, whether it was him or not. Somebody wanted to to shoot her. She gave off some type of... I don't know. Like, like and, and she don't deserve to get shot. And I'm not saying that. No one deserves to get shot, especially by someone who you may or may not, may not be dating or involved with. But it's just, like I said, in that interview, like, this person, she's crying. And I'm like, she, is she really crying? Like, are there tears or is she just making a sound? Or is it like... <laughs> the, especially the part where she get asked if, if her and Tory Lanez had any type of sexual relationship, just the way that she answered that was just like, it seems super inauthentic. You know what I'm saying? I, ain't gonna I, mean, tell I don't think anybody believe, believed her response to that. I mean, he, Tory smashed. Who giggles before denying that? You know what I'm saying? I don't even know. There's, I don't even see why you, why you deny something like that. Like, you smash, so what? Like, <laughs> like we're not slut shaming. Like, you're a grown woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, is is that, but so now I'm looking at it like, well, you lied about that. What else could you be well, lying? She already lied. She lied, you know, to the cops. To the cops. Yeah, yeah. So I mean. <laughs> that's what I mean. And I, and there's a lot of me. I thought and I thought it was just me, but I think I guess there's a, a growing perception of people who kind of like we don't know, Megan. <laughs> we don't know what happened. See, so you got shot, but we don't really know. If we believe the story you're telling. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's just one of those things. I I, I personally don't believe her. Uh, huh? I, I do believe Tory probably shot her. I mean, but why and all of it, like the the details? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, and I don't think he purposely shot her. Probably not. Yeah, I don't. I think he might have just been wilding with a gun in his hand. But it's also like, I mean, why, why, why do you have wilding with a gun in your hand? You know what I'm saying? You do something wrong, you do something wrong. That that part I can't defend. But it's just like, I feel like Megan Thee Stallion could just lay back and just be like, wait till it all comes. To, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like you doing this interview doesn't help my perception of you, or, or and I guess the public um, perception of you. You know what I mean? No, um, I definitely did it. Not mine. Yeah, and she, and and but. Back to the music shit. She she got bars, and I th- I would have just focused on the music. I would what like why do you have to win this this court of public opinion? It, um, that's I, I, that's sad where we're at nowadays. Like you're gonna you literally got shot. Like you you got you're the victim. You ain't going to jail either way. <laughs> like you really got nothing to defend on this. Like why I would just chill back and just let it all you know what I mean ride out. What's up, man? It, it brings me to this comment that Steve Harvey made about how he'll never do another comedy special because cancel culture exists. And um, 
We'll see if I get the direct quote for you. Um, he said, the only way I could do one more special is if it's at the end of my career, television career, because it will, it will end my television career. We're in a cancel culture now. No stand-up that is sponsor-driven can do anything he wants. Chris Rock can't. Kevin Hart can't. Cedric the Entertainer can't. D.L. Hughley can't. I can go down the list. The only person that can say what they want to say on stage is Dave Chappelle because he's not sponsor-driven. He's subscription-driven. So, uh, Keith, one, have you heard that he made those comments? And two, how do you feel about that towards the state of comedy? Yeah, I think a lot of them are just too big. <laughs> they, they, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. By the way, he doesn't just doesn't need to. You know what I'm saying? I don't know that that he has yeah, the, yeah. the passion to. I think you need the, the the absolute passion to to do that. Chris Rock is sponsor driven. He got a TV show out or something. I don't know why he put Chris Rock in there because I thought maybe I don't maybe I maybe Chris Rock has a podcast. I don't know about. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, anyway, I don't think so. Well, that's he did have a TV show. I mean, he did have he did have the the maybe he met during the years of um everyone hates Chris. Maybe yeah, maybe. But he felt I, I like if case. he said something crazy, it'd be canceled. Yeah. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle has a um has a podcast, but it's it's a subscription podcast. Interesting subscription, you know? exactly. Yeah, so he controls yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. So he's still making income, even if I'm sure he has sponsors too. But he still has an income coming in, even if all the sponsors are like, "Fuck you, Dave." So. Yeah, I, yeah, I think the for Steve Harvey, when you take the let's say it was a calculus equation, and you, it's like um, your passion to do it times this divided by what uh, how much you have at stake for Steve Harvey, it, it probably just isn't worth it. Whether it's maybe mm-hmm. his passion to do it, maybe he would really like to do it. Stand up, he really loved it. That's where he he cut his teeth. But at the end of the day, he's like, all right, I'm passionate about it, but am I passionate enough to? to give up the bag on the, the, the many things that he's doing right now. Like is he has a judge show, bro. Like that's, and that's like the, literally the tip of the iceberg. That's like just a, a small thing of what you're looking at. Plus all the shit he's doing behind the scenes. I wouldn't doubt that his, his, um, what's that book he made? Uh, think like a man, act like a lady or something like that. Like that's mm-hmm. probably still yeah. selling on the low. So for him, it's probably just not enough. Kevin Hart, that equation probably plays out a little bit differently because Kevin Hart's comedy was never super to the edge like that, in my opinion, right? And Kevin Hart came to the edge of of being canceled, but all it cost him was he didn't get to do a, an award show, which I think yeah, yeah, is yeah. a big deal to some, but for Kevin Hart, he's probably he's probably better off not doing a award show given all the shit that he... He's working. Did on. they did they use Kevin Hart's stand up to try to cancel him? Because well, he made a gay joke or something about his son being gay or something like that. But did they? Yeah, I think so. But like it, it, one, it was years ago, and two, it was just like, like what are you gonna? It's just not for some people. It's just not enough. Like it's Kevin Hart needs to. I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to mention out loud what he would need to do to get to get canceled you know what i'm saying like to get fo- like yeah, full yeah, out yeah. canceled people say hey, we can't fuck with this shit no more or like a a sizable amount of sponsors like oh, i don't i don't know you know what i'm saying i, mm-hmm. I don't kevin hart the, just the way he rolls now and i don't know if it's because he's on the level of fame he's at that he doesn't talk super duper edgy but i can't i just can't imagine kevin hart getting canceled i can imagine Chris Rock getting canceled, but then again, I don't know if he's sponsor driven like Kevin Hart, uh, uh, Kevin Hart and Steve Harvey be, are. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like a social, socially canceled. Like it wouldn't be nothing yeah. to his business, I guess. Right? Well, barely, <laughs> like, barely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It'll probably, it'd probably be simple for him to pivot and be like, ah, whatever. I'll do movies and I'll do production and I'll do, um, you know, some more stand up. People will still fuck with me. Yeah. 
My only problem with what Steve Harvey said was like he kind of made it seem like it was the new thing because of this cancel culture of existing. I don't think it was necessarily a new thing. Like I heard, I, I don't know how true it is, but I heard like um, Bob Saget couldn't do his stand up when he did Full House because Full House was pulling in so much money in terms of sponsorship, um, in terms of, um, of, of ad revenue. Um, you know what I mean? Like I'm sorry, and I'm sure that's not the only one. Maybe Eddie Murphy stopped doing the stand ups because he was doing so many movies. You know what I mean? And someone like he just couldn't. You, you, I, I don't think it's a unique thing for right now. I think that's something that's always existed. You hit a certain level. Hey, that shit that you got famous off of saying, you might not be able to say no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just because you got a bigger audience. She had like got the stomach bug. I think like a week after. You know, nothing related to the vaccine. But me, when I had got my booster, uh, two days later, which I didn't even know was a thing. I thought after you, you know, a day or two, you was in the clear. Two days later, you know what I mean? That shit kicked my ass, bro. And it was the same day that um, she had caught, like... Well, she, I guess she caught the stomach bug over the weekend, but she had went to school, and they called me at the school, like, yo, she, you know, she had diarrhea. So I'm leaving my job. I had just got to work, leaving my job, and then, boom, my whole body starts hurting. I'm getting the chills. I'm hot for one second, cold one second. Uh, man, by the time I got home, I was sidelined for the entire day. And it's like, it is what it is, right? It's just You just feel beat up, right? You feel like... I remember I was I was actually gonna, gonna make fun of you. I'm like Keith done canceled a podcast after the day he got his booster. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I had the jokes ready, then that shit kicked me in. It was kicking my ass, bro. For like all my yeah, man, that that COVID vaccine, bro, that, that should give you Bobby Brown jaw. And, and it's funny because you be going through you be going through the the, the symptoms, and you be like, damn, maybe them vaccine deniers are right. <laughs> they knew at a point. <laughs> them niggas knew. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's I don't know how to explain. I, mean, I can't imagine COVID must be rough, right? You know what I'm saying? And like it's gotta because that shit is because hurts <laughs> all my joints and everything. And it, but well, because the first thing it was your arm hurt, right? Like for me, it was like felt like I got punched in the arm for like yeah. at the day or two after. But I, that I was able to deal with no problem. I was like, yo, I'm cool with that. But it was then the other shit. It was like, man, this is. <laughs> this is too much, man. But it is what it was. It lasted a couple hours, then I was I was back to normal. Um, then my daughter was she had to, she had to miss another day of school. We thought we, we she was over the bug, but apparently she wasn't. So ended up having to miss a day of school. Then late in the week, um, my girl ended up get uh, getting COVID. Um, so that was that was a bit of a um, unexpected <laughs> phenomenon to happen. So you know what I mean? Like it was. We've been adjusting with that. We've been dealing with that. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So when you got the the vaccine, um. Are you getting the vaccine to to get back to normal? I'm wondering what your motivation is to get back to normal, so that like you might get sick, so you don't. Clearly, it's both, but it's uh, which one is it? Is it more? And I asked because the other day I'm trying to sign up for a new gym, and I went t- took some tours, mm-hmm. and then all of the gyms I went into ain't nobody wearing a mask. They looking at me like, "What's wrong with you? <laughs> this nigga must be sick." It's, it's back to that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was my motivation for getting like the booster? You saying or vaccine in general? Or I mean, the, the vaccine in general, particularly the booster. Okay, so um, I had got the Johnson and Johnson um last April, um, and I I, I got the booster because I was like, I don't know how long this shit lasts for. It can't last forever, right? And then they started talking boosters and everything, so I was like, all right, I might I should be up for it. But um, to yeah, I guess to to, to kind of get back to the uh the normalcy, right? I want to go out. I want to be places. So it's like. At New Year's Eve uh, show, DJ show, who, you know, if y'all don't know, that's what the dude I DJ with. Um, he had a party on New Year's Eve, and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to just stay high because it was, Omicron was blowing up. It was like, I didn't feel 
I didn't feel like it'd be the responsible thing to do to go out and, right. and do that. Um, now, you know what I mean? If he throws a party or something next week, I, I probably would be there because it's like, I feel a little bit protected. I'm still going to take precautions. I'll still be in there, you know, masked up or whatever. To wrap my head around some of this stuff. I've wrapped my head around most of it, but there's still some blind spots I got. And I think this is one of them. Mm-hmm. I, I was quite offended that people would, though. I'm, well, first I'm, aff- uh, I'm offended at the word black scent, like something about that. <laughs> it was it, it didn't sit well with me and I would really love to know who made that shit up. Who made a black accent word? Release date release date tweets. Word up, man. Release date tweets, man, because I'm like black scent. But then I I watch I will actually watch her work. I have seen every episode of Nora from Queens. Uh I've watched all her movies that have been available for no additional charge to me. And honestly, that's oh that's only two movies. One is the joint on Apple TV with Mahershala Ali, mm-hmm. and then um, Crazy Rich Asians, and it did. Oh, she's in the new Mahershala Ali movie, the me. one that just came out. Uh, it's on what? Apple TV. It's some joint where uh, he clones he... himself. Say it again. He clones himself. He like he clones. Yeah, he has a clone. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I, I know she's yeah, in that. so okay. she's in that. Okay. And she talks like how she normally talks, more or less. Even though it's a more dramatic role, so it's more subdued, but more or less her. You know her intonations and you know, whatever slight accent that she has, it 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 just doesn't strike me as like a black person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it, it just doesn't. Like it just sounds like a random from someone, a young person from a random neighborhood in in New York City. I just want to, you know, what I'm saying I can't even place it. I can't even say it's from Harlem or Brooklyn. It's just or, or or you're black or you're some some other color. Like it's just you know she. I just I don't get it. Like I, I don't. And then if she's not to talk like that, how is she to talk? Because mm-hmm. she she's Asian, maybe she should talk one, like some other way. You know? Yeah, what I'm saying? like how y'all so, want her to talk. Yeah, exactly. Like y'all y'all want her to be the stereotypical Asian voice that that they get offended by. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think you you said it best in the in the group chat. It was one of you guys. I don't know if I'm misquoting, but it might have been you a bookstore, Ricky. Like, it's a New York City accent. Like a non-black person that from New York City. Like we used to that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When we, like right. to us, we hear that it's like it's not anything funny style, and it's like, but I think the stuff that they really getting offended by is like her in movie roles, and I'm like, the the other chick, if I'm not mistaken, from Crazy Rich Asians is the same girl from from Swingers, and I think she's uh, from Fresh Off the Boat. She talks different in all of those roles. Like, why is she not getting no backlash? Is it you know what I'm saying? And I feel like, where did this originate from? Like, what do you like? I feel like Black Twitter. I really do feel like 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 they be riling them up. Because it's like, where did this come from? Like, who the fuck gives a fuck about Aquafina that much <laughs> to want to cancel? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Shorty's doing her thing. I, like, I don't. I feel like there's a lot more people we could be coming at, and you know what I mean, yeah. <laughs> other than Aquafina. Like, oh, did, uh, I, I am in touch with the culture t- enough to know that she's a pretty big deal, so I can see why you give a fuck about her. But as far as like just l- listening to her accent, I don't know. Maybe it's a New York thing. Maybe some black dude from Louisiana said, man, that don't sound right. And she then tweeted something and it got retweeted tons of times. But mm-hmm. I, I guess maybe it's, it's a New York. It just didn't jump out of me. Like it didn't, it wasn't even to me reminiscent of a black person. It was just like a, someone who just had the, maybe had the resources to either purchase a, a bunch of uh, albums, rap albums, or has friends who purchases a bunch. Like she just sounds like somebody who listens to a lot of rap. I, I just don't even know how to describe her accent. <laughs> and she raps. 
<laughs> which is another thing, which I maybe people offended by that. Maybe few people feel like there's yeah, cultural was... appropriation in that more so than anything. But it's just like it's it's, it's and it, it, I don't know. Did you were you able to see uh, or hear anything about like Joe Rogan's recent controversy? Like it was funny. My mom, my mom put me onto this story, but um, and when she had told me about it, all I knew was when the first time they came for Joe really was when they were trying to cancel him based off of what they called anti-vax views or that he's spreading anti-vax rhetoric or uh, just anti-corona oh, coronavirus misinformation I believe was a term that they use um so my mom told me about it she's like yeah they coming for joe rogan they saying he racist and i'm like i'm talking to my mom I'm like what you talking about mom it's some anti-vax shit what you <laughs> like i didn't even know about it you know what i'm saying i'm like shutting her down then the next thing like everything blew she was trying to like send me about india re but she couldn't remember her name <laughs> she's like, she like, what's that girl name? Uh, Ariana. <laughs> I'm like, mom, what you talking about? You know, Ariana Grande coming for Joe Rogan. <laughs> but uh, but uh, fucking yeah. Apparently, you know, Ari, uh, Indy Ari uh, said that she wanted her music off of Spotify because of uh, Joe Rogan. Um, there was, uh, I don't believe Indy Ari made the video with the N word, uh, the compilation basically where they played how many times uh, Joe Rogan used the N word. Uh, or just several times throughout the years of his podcast that he used the uh, N word openly, not and, and, and you know actually said the word. Um, but I believe India might have re- reposted the video where he told the Planet of the Apes uh, story, um, and that that was yeah. uh, I don't know if you heard it so, but basically like he says he walks in, he went to go see Planet of the Apes in the hood pretty much, and then he walks in the theater and he says I'm like we were in Planet of the Apes, we we were we were in Africa. Uh, as, as a reference to the black people Which I think you know Is something that he said But then like two seconds It's the craziest thing About that video Is like If you clip it Right It's like yo this is bad But if you watch the whole video It's like he had one. He he makes that reference, and then he he says, "Yo, that was that was racist. That was that was terrible. It was like Planet of the Apes. You know what I mean? That, was, that wasn't even a good joke." Um, and then he's like, and then he later on the the story that he's telling is about the misrepresentation of, oh sorry, lack of representation of black people in Hollywood. He's like how he didn't really hit him. He heard black creators complain about being underrepresented, and it didn't hit him till he's in a theater mm-hmm. full of black people. Um, how, and we're watching a movie, right? And where the only black character was the bad guy, and he wasn't even from America. Like they got a black guy from England or whatever to be the bad guy in that movie, and he's just like, "Yo, it, it hit him at that moment." And really, it's actually a good story about like under the underrepresentation of of minorities in in, in Hollywood. But people didn't run with that. They took the clip, they took the part that they did, and just added it with the the compilation using the n word, and basically was like, "Yo, we got to cancel Joe." Um, Spotify was like, "Nah, you know, we gonna we standing by him." Um, one probably because they kind of have no choice to, right? They paid him a ton of money. I'm sure if they cut him off, he's ob- obligated to some portion of that big amount of money that they'd have to pay him out. So it's like, and it's their in their best interest to hold on to him. Um, in the IRE. I don't believe is a big enough uh, of a draw to to put make a threat. And then she actually accepted his apology, which was pretty cool on her part. Um, is it Neil Young or Neil Diamond um, that they wanted their music off of it? Neil Young, like I don't think that's a big enough draw for Spotify to really give a fuck about either. So I mean, unless a bigger artist may maybe wants to come and threaten that, would it's not really gonna make a pull. They're gonna stick with Joe. Um, and I, and I think that's cool on that on that part. Joe's apology seemed sincere. He he said, "Yo, he hasn't used the n word in years." He knew the videos would come back up because he's done it on the show. And in those times, he wasn't always 
I actually, I think he said in all those times he wasn't being racist. He was actually saying he should have used the term the N-word, but he said he isn't. He, he wanted to say the word, um, which is funny because I always thought like, yo, if I was a white person, there's no way you could have like, you're going to tell me I can't rap the N-word in my car. <laughs> like there's no way you can't, <laughs> there's no way you can't tell me I can't use the N word in my car. Like I'm fucking rap this shit. I'm not gonna do it in public. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but All I'm right. I'm gonna let them N words fly in the fucking car. But fucking, cause I know they do. <laughs> but fucking, I think. But but funny thing is, like, I wouldn't use it in front of people. I, I wouldn't use it in front of like a female, cause it's like. You know, she's gonna be like, "Well, how come you're not using? It? How come you're not rapping that lyric now in front of Jamal?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't want to get called out for some shit like that. But I probably would if I was a white person. Like, it's too, it's, too, it's out there too much, right? So I think Joe was just kind of on right. some like, I'm I'm saying the word, like, fuck, who's gonna stop me? And it came back to bite him in the ass. But I don't think it was worth cancellation. And and I guess in his favor, it was it wasn't worth cancellation because it, it didn't happen. Um, what's your thoughts on the whole situation with Joe Rogan and shit? Because I know you seen something similar what happened. Uh, I feel as if the the COVID misinformation thing mm-hmm. didn't work. So they say, hey, how about this one? <laughs> like, all right, that shot didn't work. Let me try this one. And I feel like the 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 N word stuff. I like the. So I think the worst of it all is the the. Uh, and I didn't listen to the full clips. I just listened to whatever they they put out there. I I don't listen to Joe Rogan regularly, but I do know he's a big deal. Like in in Spotify, he has his own category when. Right, it's like hip hop podcast. This Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. so he's like what Howard Stern is the XM series. Not, it's going yeah, like, like the biggest draw, pretty much, right? In podcast, right? Yeah, right. And then it's, it's, it's similar to how Netflix was tied in with Dave Chappelle, but Joe mm-hmm. with Joe Rogan, he's probably more tied into Spotify because he's a huge chunk of their like they invested a lot into him, and if if his shit goes like they would have a tough time. If Dave Chappelle were to get taken down from Netflix, they would have a tough time, but it, it, they they would be all right, in my opinion. But anyway, the joint where I went to some neighborhood it looked like Planet of the Apes, something, something like that. I think mm-hmm. that was the worst of all. I think they could have released that first one. All right, this is pretty bad, and just see mm-hmm. what happens. All the, the COVID misinformation stuff, I feel like that's the, the political aspect of it coming out because it's just... He's just a guy, you know what I'm saying? Like he's, he, yeah, he, he says some stuff that may not be correct, but it's like he's just a guy. Like we're not surprised by the fact that he says weird stuff about COVID, and you know he brings guests on, he lets them talk. New York Times did a little thing on this, and they were just reporting like reporting on what his style is. Like he just brings people on, and lets them talk. Like he doesn't cut them off, even if he disagrees with them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just what it is. Should he be canceled? I don't. Essentially, what he's saying here is not new, right? But somehow, he kind of came to people's attention. They they brought it up. So, I don't know. Like, should he be canceled? I'm not a fan of cancellation anyway, so Word. I guess I'm not the one to ask whether or not he should be canceled. But yeah, I guess just me being cynical, I'm like, hey, I'm not surprised he said the N-word. Kind of like what you said. Like, you're, you, you're not surprised if you hear about a white dude rapping the N-word in his car or around his other white friends. And I don't think that makes him racist. So, I, I don't. Like, I don't think it's cool. Right. I don't want to hear that shit, but I don't think that necessarily makes you racist. If It's in, it's too ingrained in the culture to uh, to avoid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just sold a book, actually, um, 
like on eBay, uh, <laughs> uh, the called called nigger. And like before I sold it, I remember I read it when I was younger. But then I was like flipping through some of the pages, and it was like literally some of the stories were about like cancellations for using the n word. Like basically a, a professor, um, in a conversation about like offensive words, lost his job because one of the offensive words that were brought up was nigger. Um, and then they started to have a debate about the word. Um, eventually lost a job over it. You know what I mean? A coach using the N-word. At, it, thought it was like a term of affection. All the players on his team used it. <laughs> thought it would be cool. Right. And it, it, it wasn't. Ended up losing his job over it. So it's it's not something new. This isn't new to the to the lexicon. It's, it's America's word. <laughs> More than any other word. You know what I'm saying? It's America's word. And, you know, there's an ugly part to it. Um, there's a part that, that might be a term of endearment. And then there's going to be a part that's going to be forever a gray area. Um, and, and to your point... I'm not into cancellation. I'm into consultation, right? Is that the right term? I think. Right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm preaching. <laughs> um, hey, yeah, Johnny like, Cocker, like, preach. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sit some people down and talk to them, bro. Like, let them know what the deal is. Like, like yo, you know what I mean? Like, let's talk this out. Let me tell you why this was wrong. Let me tell you why you can't say that. Right. I see, like, New York City uh, just peeled back the 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 vaccine the, uh, mandate for restaurants yeah, seen that. and the mask mandate in many settings a lot of school systems including um a lot of school systems in new jersey they're peeling that back my daughter's school How uh, I feel this week they, yeah, they stopped you they stopped wearing them uh, a couple of days ago um yeah the school system here is starting on monday it will be mask optional mm. i was funny because i told her, i was like yo you can still wear it <laughs> I was like, just because nobody wearing it, you can still, you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, you know what I mean? Like, and she had like a little sniffle, like uh, cough this week. So I'm like, yo, you know what I mean? Just not a problem to put it on. Man, she ain't wear that shit. <laughs> Once all the other kids took yeah. it off, man, I was just seeing at the end of the day, I'm like, where your mask? She's like, oh, I, we, we don't do that no more. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, exactly. Because you don't want to be the, the one kid. Do, you know, I don't want to be the one person in the supermarket doing it. Um, I've, I have right. done it a little bit this week. That I'm, I have been like one of the few people doing it, and I'll be like the one person in there doing it. And I'm like, I don't need this shit. <laughs> I'm boosted. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, at saying, the end man. of the day, you know, we, we say follow the science. The people have been saying follow, we follow the scientists and we do what the scientists say, but at the we're still people, so to some extent, politics matters more, right, than just pure science and pure health. And they said, all right, get the vaccine, you'll be all right. Wear a mask for a while, you'll be all right. All right, it's been a while. The vaccine levels are high. Infection levels and, de- and, and hospitalization levels are real low. So it's like, listen, what, when? And the, I guess they say, you know what? How about now? <laughs> and it makes sense. Bow. <laughs> right now, nigga. Yeah. Word up. And I don't know if Zelensky, um, I think that's his name, the president of uh, Ukraine, if he just didn't take it serious or or what he thought, but <laughs> Putin was not with the shits, bro. He was like, yo, we coming through and we doing this. Okay, who's stopping us? And uh, I don't know. What do you think about it? Like, is, is this... I, I, I had this thought, and I thought it was a profound thought, but then I realized it's probably not. I was like, yo, this is the first war fought on social media, right? Because, well, started on social media, kind of. Like, you can see the beginnings of it. You can see everything from the jump. Because there wasn't Instagram when uh, the Afghanistan, uh, you know what I'm saying, war took off. Even when we went to Iraq, I don't even think social media was... Thick, or I don't remember seeing too much from it, you know what I mean? Definitely on television, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's... But that's what every war, right? Like, as technology improves, every war is a bit more visual. Like, when we was kids, I remember they was like, yo, we at war with Iraq. And I was like, 
So them little green lights that we see going up in the air, that's that's war. <laughs> like it was like a black screen night vision with green lights going up in there. I'm like, what are we looking at here? I don't even know what it is. Um, well, that's funny. I, I, I thought that's what war was. I'm like, oh, this ain't too bad, <laughs> which is crazy, right? <laughs> that, that, you mentioned it back in the 90s, you, just the black screen, like you said. Like it would be like, you know, whoever's voice, Tom Brokaw's voice, and you're like, yeah, and you see, so it's going crazy down there. And it's just, <laughs> you're just looking like fucking um, Atari. Well, you niggas playing Pong. Like, what are we talking about? Like, <laughs> this shit don't, shit don't, yeah. don't look too crazy. But yeah, but now you're seeing your bodies, you know what I'm saying? You're seeing the carnage, you're seeing the building blow up. Then you're seeing them go into the building afterwards and what the shit look like after that. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it, it, it definitely puts war up close and personal in your, in your face. And, uh, I guess what, what what was your thoughts on so far on being able to see what we've seen so far? Um, is Putin is Putin justified in in, in, in what he's doing? I guess because like from what I hear, NATO violated right. NATO said we ain't gonna try to to recruit nobody. You know what I'm saying in that Eastern Bloc over there, and, and lo and behold, we just started recruiting more people. <laughs> so it's like Putin, like a word y'all want to violate, we gonna violate. Is he justified? I, I don't. I don't think so. I, I wonder. He's like, I'm not making that Donald Trump take. Man. I ain't saying that Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Shit. yeah. Imagine me saying on a on a on a recording. Oh yeah, you know Putin. He got a point. Nah, he, I can't say that. You know, invading some some Trump some sovereign down. nation. Oh wow, <laughs> saying that that one dude from a large you know a country with a large military or developed military. Uh, invading some other country that a smaller country who you know who's that's sovereign and all that type of stuff mm-hmm. i can't say that, that that's right and i don't know enough about the politics to say who has the right to which country to go over which border and stuff putin went into that country just because he can i mean now that they're defending them you know they're defending themselves but they still made it past the border so yeah. i you know i I, I can't call it how that's going to turn out because I know a lot of con- countries, the UN, the United States, they don't want to actually put uh, boots on the ground to help them out in, in that fight. I know that they're sending weapons and resources, but you know, you know we'll see how far that goes. Right? <laughs> Whoopi said, I'm, let me tell you if I can find the exact comment that she said. So she said, as they're talking about the book Mouse and they're talking about it. And I think something that she said early in the conversation, she's like, I'm surprised that what made you uncomfortable, the fact that there was some nudity, it's about the Holocaust, the killing of 6 million people. And you're, you know, you get upset about nudity. Um, so, you know, she was, she was in, she's defending the book. She thinks the book should be allowed for kids to be read. But what she said is, um, later in the conversation is let's if you're going to do this then let's be truthful about it because the holocaust isn't about race right and when she said that everyone kind of froze like what what you mean whoopi like what you i think uh you know someone actually said uh what you talking about whoopi (laughs) like like, (laughs) they looked at her nuts like yo what what the fuck you talking about um and she I, i i think i get what she's trying to say she was like it's about man's inhumanity to man right she was like it's not about um necessarily what, what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't want to misquote her. She's like, because um, Anna Navarro looked at her and like, yo, you know, it was about white supremacy after going after Jews and gypsies and Roma, two white groups of, um, Goldberg responded, those, those are two white groups of people. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley, and which is important that she's, she was referring to their conversation. She said, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. It's a problem. It doesn't matter if you're black or white because black, white, Jews, everybody was affected. Um... 
So I think the problem that she got in the, the main comment she got in trouble for was if you're going to do this, let's be truthful about it because the Holocaust isn't about race. Now, it's funny, it's kind of we were spoken about Kanye. I don't, I, we've, you know, let y'all behind the curtain. We had some recording issues on this episode, so I don't even know if y'all gonna hear the Kanye part that we talked about. <laughs> but back to the Kanye part that we were saying earlier is like, sometimes I understand Kanye and I feel bad because I feel like I'm the only one that understood what he just said. You know, he says something like, oh, and he goes on a dumb rap. I'm like, I think I know what he was trying to say there. And I think that's what's happening with Whoopi. I think I know what she was trying to say here. Like, let's remove the race from it because once we start to talk about race, people get angry. People get emotional and they stop listening. So I think she was trying to say for a second, let's remove the race from it. Why she said in such a weird way that was incorrect, <laughs> I don't know. And once again, she she does the same thing we do. We're in front of a microphone. She's up in front of a microphone way more than we are, you know, five days a week. So you're going to say dumb stuff sometimes. It's going to come out incorrectly. You're, you're not going to be able to express your ideas because you're working on a producer's, you know, the segment is, is for this amount of time. Then we got a commercial break that we got to fit in here. Then we got to come back and we got to have a chef come on here and do some stuff. So you only got a certain amount of time. She wasn't able to express it the way she wanted to. Now, what happens is she got suspended. I disagree with the suspension. I think the best thing would have been have another conversation to show Whoopi Goldberg why what she said was wrong. But I think what happened was she doubled down <laughs> on it and she was trying to explain it more. Cause she, she wasn't trying to be racist, but it's always the double down that I think kills you. And she caught a two week yeah. suspension for it. And it's like, I, you know what I mean? I, I know it sucks. Cause I, as a person who talks, I would be so mad if I wanted to say something, and it was being interpreted as something else. It's like, when you try to argue with your girl, you're like, no, you're taking my words and turning them into something else. And it's like, you know what I mean? I know how frustrating that could be. So, but I'm just feel like we yeah. we on this cancel shit where we canceling everybody instead of educating people. Bro. I'm like, yo, man, this shit is crazy. This COVID economy is rough. That's why Kim Kardashian said, get your fucking ass up and work. <laughs> it seems like nobody <laughs> wants to work these days, man. Tell them, Kim. <laughs> Kim Kardashian, the court backlash for uh, her comments coming out telling women <laughs> that they need to work. We focus on the positive. We work our asses off. If that's what you think, then sorry. We just don't have the energy for that. We don't have to, to sing or dance or act just to live our lives. And hey, we made it. I don't know what to tell you. It was some of the backlash that she caught to it. You know what I mean? Um... I'm sorry, was some of the uh was was the quote that she made and some of the backlash that she caught was like people like, yo, you you <laughs> are leaving out the fact that you made a sex tape, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and that shit kind of uh propelled you. However, I do feel like Kim Kardashian works. I I'm not here to, you know what I'm saying? All right. Get at her Kim Kardashian. And the fact that she made a sex tape, I mean, there's a lot of women who you know, use their sexuality to work. I don't think she made the sex tape to profit off of it you know what I'm saying like I think she made lemon out of lemonade I'm sorry lemonade out of lemons but um yeah and I think her advice is valid it's just she just seems she's an easy target you know what I'm saying it's like yo you you dog it's our social media uh, culture like you can say something so you go ahead and say something so the social media culture mixed with just the politicization of Everything, like anything could be politicized. A vaccine was politicized. How, mm-hmm. think about that shit. The vaccine became a political issue. That's insane. And it became out of control. So now when Kim Kardashian says shit like that, it's like, oh, well, you're, you know, 
your daddy's this privileged and you had a sex tape and that's all you did. And she did, you know, she, she worked her ass off after the sex tape. I mean, now she can't pretend as if she is starting, she has the same starting point as a lot of other people. Even before the sex tape, she was doing really well just mm-hmm. in life. So, you know, but at the same time, because it's her, you can't just dismiss the entire message. They're making it sound as if... I heard one commentator pretty much uh, interpret it as if she's saying that, oh, you know, ladies is just being lazy or whatever. And I don't... I didn't listen to the whole quote, but it was... I don't think that's what she was saying. She's just saying, yo, put in that work. Like, work. You want you want something? Go to work. You know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. And <laughs> I think it's that politici- politicization of stuff where, uh, you know... Before, if she released something like that and there was no social media, social media wasn't as big as it was, mm-hmm. I think it would just be like, uh, you know, I, I don't think she knows what a, a normal woman's life is like, but point taken. I, I see where she's coming from. But now it's like, nope. Well, actually, let me tell you about the history of the motherfucking this and this person in 1830 said this and you mm-hmm. don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, right, okay, man, I get it. You're good at Google. Shout out to Macy Gray, big fan, and she uh, was talking to uh, Pierce Morgan. Um, I'm, I don't know. I saw the clip. I don't know how they got into this, but started talking about the transgender community. Um, Morgan stated that in today's society, people are afraid to say what a woman is, and Macy Gray agreed, giving a def- uh, her definition as a human being with boobs and a vagina. I will say this, and everyone's going to hate me which is probably where she should have stopped that comment <laughs> said, but as a woman, just because you go to change your parts doesn't make you a woman. I know that for a fact. Um, and then, you know, you really offended a transgender community when JK uh, Rowling <laughs> comes to your defense. Um, I guess if Dave Chappelle would have also would have been the trifecta. Um, but eventually Macy Gray felt like she had to back those comments up because she did uh, receive backlash on social media um she did go to uh social media with a statement saying i have nothing but love for the lgbtq plus uh, and transgender community isn't the t transgender (laughs) she tried to to double down and she said plus transgender (laughs) she said said lgbtq plus and transgender community (laughs) <laughs> Try to double down me. I see what you did there. Um, and and have been a supporter since day one. Um, my statement on Paris Morgan was grossly misunderstood. I don't hate anyone. I respect everyone's right to feel comfortable in their bodies and live in their own truth. I believe Macy's first statement because <laughs> she said that really passionately, and uh, this seems like she kind of just said it because she wants to tour eventually. <laughs> right um, <laughs> she she still gotta do movies she can't make she doesn't have that kind of wealth to make her own movies so unless she wants her, her joint to go straight to, to prime video <laughs> oh man yeah but it, it's, it's it's becoming weird now I think Dave Chappelle had a show canceled hours before um, he had to like change venues earlier this week um, just because there were protests and it's like, wow. you feel bad, but then you're like, Dave, you made like three specials. Though. You, you <laughs> like this. I feel like you wanted this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, you got to pick your battles, man. And um, in some places you go, that, that community is a bit stronger than others. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's crazy. The J.K. Rowling piece was interesting because they had, in that interview with Pierce Morgan, they had quickly mentioned it. Like, oh, well, they even tried to cancel 
J.K. Rowling, you know, the, the writer of Harry Potter, for, for having opinions on it. And, uh, yeah, I, I didn't even know she backtracked. And the reason I didn't know that, and I would have never guessed, is the, because of the conviction she had. Like, it wasn't like an errant, it wasn't like an accidental statement like, oh, well, a woman is, like, she, it wasn't like an errant, like, it wasn't just her being, tripping into it. Like, she made sure, she's like, let me be clear, like, you know, like, <laughs> everyone's like you said, gonna she hate me. off with you. People gonna hate me for this. <laughs> she literally started with it. Like, she knew exactly what she was doing. So that's why I'm surprised that she backtracked it. But I guess, you know, she realized, yo, man, I need work. And the fact that she said, that she made her statement, offensive as it was, and then said, sorry, I know that for a fact. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which, and not for nothing, we, I'll take the opposite side of it. She's She is allowed to feel how she's she feels because... The transgender thing is, if anything, hasn't been discussed this openly. And deeper than that, it's just new to some people, right? So it's like right. some people are going to have this. This is a, a foreign concept to them. I don't get where this beef between women and transgender women is coming along about you're a real woman and I consider me a real woman, too. I like to be honest, if I if, if I was part of the transgender community, I would I don't know if I'd want to be called a real woman, but I'm not part of that community, so my opinion doesn't really matter here. But I guess, you know what I'm saying, like, I'd figure I'd, I'd want to be called a, a trans person. But, you know what I'm saying, apparently th- there is some type of debate, right, about, like, what's a real woman nowadays and, and what's not. But it's all, like, there are some people that are going to disagree. So in Macy's defense, um, she's not, it's not that she's not allowed to have these opinions, I guess, Maybe the way that she said it didn't help her having a, a what would be called an ignorant statement or ignorant opinion in today's society. Yeah. Well, I mean, are you surprised that there would be be that type of tension? I mean, look at uh, African-Americans, uh, like the, the attention of African-Americans and, and black people who come from other countries. All right. Like that's an internal beef that the mainstream may not know about, but but is there if you've ever been around. A community that has both uh, black immigrants and, and black Americans. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised that like a um, cis women and trans women would have some type of tension. What I did find fascinating about her her statement is, um, I guess, just revealing into how she feels. Just aside from you know whatever you find ignorant or whatever, like her defining it by the experience of having been a girl and whatever girls go through and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I just found that like a, a fascinating statement. Cause just because I've never heard it said in those terms. Isn't that, there's a, there's a term too called turf. I believe it's uh let me, let me look this up before I fuck this up. <laughs> turf trans exclusionary radical feminists. So I, I guess if you, f- if you feel like you're a feminist that doesn't, bang with trans women and that that mm-hmm. makes that makes you turf you're a turf trans a trans person had to make that up there's no <laughs> way, way a feminist woman is making a feminist cis woman is making that up. imagine uh, calling a chick a turf that's like that feels offensive like tranny <laughs> like, yeah. yeah yeah i mean i still I, I still would believe that tranny would be more offensive but <laughs> Call, call a chicken turf tomorrow on the train. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and she probably she probably would be turf and be like, all right, now that I know what it means. <laughs> but, <laughs> don't call me that nigga. 
have you heard William Smith, also known as Will Smith, has issued a second apology uh, to Chris Rock and his family. A second one? When was the first? Uh, first was, I think, via social media. I think he, um, he like wrote it. It was, it was written. And then this one was like on video. I have heard about that. I didn't even realize the, the, the first one. Yeah, I, I heard about that joint. Um, and, you know, I saw it. And, and what I realized is that when you're a certain level of celebrity, like a lot of part, a lot of the parts of your celebrity life and your identity is just very in, ingrained and in, in very part of who you are. And the reason I say that is because the product placement was crazy. He had the branded Will Smith hat. <laughs> and he had the the just water. I think his son owns like the or has a, a, a large share of that just water joint in, in the box. In the box water, in yeah, the, yeah. And and it was just like a well produced joint. Like when a president comes on and and we got to issue a statement or something that they just went to war or something like that. That's what it was like. Mm-hmm. And I and I was like, man, this is kind of like manufactured. But I'm like, that's what Will Smith is. That. That dude, especially with his YouTube presence nowadays, mm. that's probably he probably just jumped in front of the camera and like it's just the setup is so dope that that's just how it is. And he probably needed to drink some water, and that's the water that was there. But it's just like everything looks so so polished. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't feel like a raw raw apology, but I, I trust that he's truly apologetic for it because I, I believe Will Smith is a good dude, and who he was that night, he probably couldn't even believe it he knows it's wrong like he's raised kids where he has like three kids mm-hmm. and you know and two boys so he knows what a man should look like he knows what a man shouldn't look like and what he was that night is definitely not what a man should look like especially a man in his 50s and, and how, what he did to a man in his 60s like that so was just Rockins, horrible yeah. he's not the 60 year old dog <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nah, and I've heard people their beef with, with, with Will Smith's apology was what you just alluded to, like a little too polished, right? You seem kind of like, like fake. You know what I'm saying? Like, like rehearsed. You know what I mean? Um, which doesn't mean it's not genuine, right? Will Khalifa's apology didn't. You know what I'm saying? It was also kind of like it seemed like something he rehearsed it. You know what I mean? But it doesn't mean that it's not genuine. It's like you don't kind of want to be stuttering over your words. Um, over something like that, or you want to kind of be focused on um, getting your point across as opposed to searching for the next word. So I get that, but and I respect Will for apologizing. Will doesn't have to apologize. I don't. I think if Will's gonna lose anything, he already lost it, right? And if he's gonna gain anything, it's not gonna be based off of how he handles the situation. It's gonna be based off of people's faith in him moving forward. So I don't think he had a gun to his head. Um, in this scenario, um, however, yeah, like you said, that polish, that 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 manufactured, that here's the branding, here's the logo. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, and I say that with a DJ Playboy, you know, backdrop behind me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's just, <laughs> it's like, I guess maybe I, yeah, I I I I don't think it should take anything away from it because it is Will Smith. It's not out his. It's not out his personality. It's not out of what we know him to be or or know him to move. So I I don't take anything away from him. Now shout out to Chris Rock. I heard Chris Rock didn't like has not accepted either of his apologies, and he is he doesn't have to. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, the apology could be put out there and it doesn't make Will Smith less of a man. Sorry, excuse me, Chris Rock, like, like being petty or less of a man because he doesn't want to accept it. I've also heard people say something like, yo, you're making jokes about it and da-da-da, but it's like, this is right. He was dis- like he's disrespected. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you don't you don't gotta forgive somebody just because they 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 say something. Now I do believe in forgiveness, and I believe in you know what I'm saying reconciliation, and and, and when when the time is right for it. But I don't think Chris Rock can move the way Chris Rock wants to move because I've never been smacked in my face in front of the entire world. So. <laughs> my opinion on this is, is null and void. Chris Rock could do. Chris Rock is the expert on this, and he he's gonna move the way he's gonna move. Yeah, Chris Rock is fifty-seven, so excuse me, but he, he's he's pushing sixty. But even so, the point is, is that man, things like that just don't ha- ain't supposed to happen. <laughs> it's just not supposed to happen between these dudes. It's just it's just not, and for it to happen in, in that way, like is 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 crazy. Changes your life, man. Changes yeah. your life, man. And it's easy as one decision, man. And uh, somebody else whose life has been changed based off of one decision, also facing conviction, is Brittany Grinder. Keith, have you heard? Nine-year sentence handed down to Miss Brittany Grinder in Russia for smuggling drugs, a.k.a. less than a gram of hash oil. Yeah, man, that that's a really sad story because it's just really sad, man. That joint is crazy because it's such there's that political aspect to it, and then now they're talking about you know negotiating a prisoner swap, and then there's the the component of um, Paul Whelan, I think, the other mm-hmm. American uh, prison prisoner in Russia. Former room. It, it's, it's all just, just really, sad. and then on top of that, the the Russia Ukraine war. All that stuff is just really, this is really depressing, man. And see Brittany Griner like that, she just went over there to work. And now they saying nine. Like if this prisoner swap doesn't go through, she's serving nine years. And it's, it's it would be a lot easier cut and dry, right? I guess like Lynn Bias, right? Um, rest in peace. Like you know, what I mean, he was a cautionary tale for us. Like stay away from cocaine. This dude was a top athlete. You know what I'm saying? Like he did something. His heart couldn't handle it. He died. Like, you know, learning from it. But Brittany Grinder, Grinder, excuse me, is a uh, like marijuana is legal where she's from. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, we all know not to take it on airplanes, right, and take mm-hmm. it overseas. But it's not like a thing where it could be like, hey, don't end up like Britney. Stay, don't do drugs, because because you know what I'm saying. The kids of today will be looking at it as the medicine of tomorrow. If not of today, you know what I'm saying? So it's like whether Britney was using it for recreational use or medical use is just the fact that you can't even hit it with the cautionary don't do drugs or learn from this or, you know what I mean, don't make the same mistakes Britney did. Um, because it's just, it's this isn't, this, the, 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 the punishment doesn't fit the crime. You know what I'm saying? Like in, in, in no aspect of the world, no corner of the world should you get nine years for that amount of anything, <laughs> unless it's fentanyl, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, it, like, I, there's, it, it's bizarre. I do wish Britney the best, man, and I do think Britney is gonna come home. Um, but this shit sucks, bro. You know what I mean? And and and, and the uncertainty of it can't be healthy at all. Yeah, and, and uh, are with her. 
Those and I think about players. a lot of uh, ball players who play professionally, professionally in like China, right? Another country who their relationship, their relationship with America is, is tense, and things that you know, depending on how the geopolitical situation goes, China might want to say, you know what, we're going to come down on on some American citizens if they do something. You know what I'm saying? And I wonder yeah. how much fear the, those people got. Like my job, we do some some business in China, and they say, yeah, you know, you you might have to go there at some point. And I'm like, Phew. especially after this Britney Griner thing, it's like, man, I don't know, man. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's it's scary. It, it, it really is scary. It almost reminds me of like when you hear bad stories about people doing a car a road trip down south or something like that. You don't want to do it. So this is like. 50 times worse. Mm-hmm. Nah, don't let nobody else pack your bags, man. Double check that shit, brother. Well, is um, that the case that somebody else packed it? No. Nah, she she says she didn't do it on purpose, but she thinks, like, in the rush of, you know, just trying to get it out of the country, she it was, like, in a bag, so, man, she just forgot to take it out. Young Thug and Gunner, man, got picked up. Uh, Rico charges, um, and it hurt because I, I like their music a lot. Young Thug was one of the artists when I first heard his music. I was like, What the hell is this? Was his voice is crazy, he's talking crazy. And it's over the years, I've seen him grow into like a dope artist. And and then the fact that he had an influence, like like the little babies that's out and and and, and Gunna on that generation, you know what I'm saying? To the point that, um, you know, Gunna signed under his label, and Gunna's just dropping head after head after head, he's hopping on other people's records, so it, it kind of hurt a little bit that they got picked up, you know what I'm saying? Um, and just to give people some details on it, um, basically it's like a RICO charge. Um, they got Young young Thug locked up on participation, of, um, sorry, on charges of participation in street gang activity, conspiring to violate the RICO Act, and also picked up seven additional charges when they, when they raided his home. Um, they found possession of marijuana with intent to distribute, possession of a controlled substance with intent to distribute, possession of a firearm, um, possession of a sawed-off shotgun, sawed-off rifle, machine gun, dangerous weapon, a silencer, and three counts of being a person employed or associated with a criminal street gang to conduct or participate in criminal gang activity through the commission of a crime. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Bro. That's it's, crazy. It's, it's, and then I think it's even crazier because they picked up Gunner, or, or I should say Gunner turned himself in, and I don't even know if Gunna got anything to do with the street shit that, that they trying to tie uh, Young Thug to. But I think just as his artist, and I guess maybe they just got certain lyrics, certain songs he's on, he's tied in. That's that's a lot, bro. Like, getting a conspiracy charge like that, that's a lot of pressure. Um, I even, like, like I, I grew up loving Young Thug, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was one of my, the artists that influenced me because he didn't care to switch it up. You know, he was himself the whole time. Um, but I don't really get into that, um, media too much. Honestly, what you put out there is what you get. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, so I read a, a, a tweet, a tweet from, um, Ice-T and he cleared it up. It's really easy to convince the listeners that you're gangster, but it's very difficult to convince the feds that you're not. And I was like, yeah, that sums it up right there, bro. Like, you you got to, you got into music to change your life. Change your life. And now he has to deal with the repercussions of his his actions. Like, it is a man's world, Keith. You are 100% right about that, man. And it brings us to uh, 
our first topic, bro. Supreme Court overturned the uh, controversial Roe v. Wade decision making uh, abortion, I guess, what, outlawed on the federal level? I think everyone's scratching their head. Like, can <laughs> can we still get it? But, uh, you know, states can actually still decide, I think, like everything, if they want to or not. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, oh, Supreme Court going hammer, bro. Like, <laughs> with a woman's right to choose officially. I mean, then we seen this coming, right? They dropped a little snippet, which the Supreme Court never does. Um, a few right. a few weeks ago, letting us know the direction they was going. Clarence Thomas is like letting y'all letting y'all hoes know. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's doing a lot of writing out here, and he was like, "Hey, that's how it's gonna be." <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. This is this is the law of the land. But um, I mean, and I don't know how it's. I imagine nationwide, there's a little bit of a uh, definitely a just panic uh, a little bit of nervousness but i live in new york uh you live in new jersey i don't know if it's necessarily like around me in my environment like you know what i mean i'm people still watching jersey showing on tiktok they don't you know what i mean because they still have the right you know what i mean um right <laughs> but i'm like yo it's, it's you would think people would be in the street everyone you know what i'm saying like on some george floyd like oh let's this is some protest which, which there are people out there definitely doing it um me me and spec uh we spoke about when they Popped up at the bar, Barclays, topless ladies, um, in in terms of women's rights, um, not to overturn Wade. That was a few weeks ago. Um, Joel Osteen's, uh, church service also got, um, I don't know. Yeah, I also had just people, I guess, infiltrated and and decided to protest in the middle of his service. Um, mm-hmm. actually took off their clothes, that stripped down to their bra and panties, um, in in just to get attention, you know, for women's right to abortion. But this is where we at now. Um. You know, you got about twenty something states that are like, hey, you know, we we are gonna still allow people to get abortions. That's a lot of uh to take on the 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 I guess the the, the demand of fifty states, right, or at least forty eight continental states. Um, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean that that people to, for twenty something states to take that on. That's that's a burden, bro. That's a lot. <laughs> a lot of people, and then who has the, the the people that are most affected by it don't have no money to travel. They don't have the money to, and then pay for it, and then get a hotel room. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's yeah. it's, it's a rough situation that that a lot of people are in right now. A lot of women are in right now. And it's just not doesn't just affect women though, but yeah, a lot of this does affect a lot of people. Yeah, it's 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 um, I'll say it, it's sad in the sense that when you think about conservative politics, you think about uh them kind of be like yeah we have the freedom to do this and don't take away my freedom to do that and don't 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 let your laws don't let uh judges and and lawyers and legislators get into my life just you got we got the laws you got the constitution let me live my life but like this fight here was a like a you know 50 year fight to get in people's lives so it's, it's interesting and just as far as from a tactical, strategic point, they've been laying down the groundwork for decades. Like they were so they were so focused. It was abortion and mm-hmm. guns. Like those those are the two things. It's like you know you hear them fights every now and then. You know uh, same sex marriage, all this different type of stuff. Yeah, that stuff is small fries. They were really focused on on abortion and guns. So, I mean, as as sad as it is, I think that. Um, as sad as it is, it's, it's a lesson for any other political party, any other politician, a group of politicians. Like, yo, dude, sometimes you got to play the long game, bro. 
hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Like the show, because <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that's funny you said that because Roe v. Wade's actually been in effect for what, forty plus years. Not, not. Yeah, you know I mean, so I wonder yeah. if we were born, um, we, and we we were almost forty, right? So if we were born like maybe like five, ten years earlier, or maybe uh, I guess more so ten uh, or, or ten to fifteen years earlier, if if we would have the same like to me, it's like I'm like, no, how you do that? Like I'm like that's outrage, but. It's really only been about forty something years. It's really only been about our lifetime. You know what I mean? So it's like if we if we yep. might have a different view. I, I don't know. I just wonder if I would have a different view and it'd be like, yeah, I mean, this this is what it was before. Um, but then maybe the shit that was happening before would make me be like, yo, we can't go back to that, right? Because what I hear is that you know you're not gonna stop abortions. You're gonna stop safe abortions. That came off the heels of Joel Osteen's mega church being a protest in the middle of it where women stripped down to their underwear, their bras and panties and shouted out um, pro-choice uh, support um, and, and basically we're, we're doing their own form of uh, a protest. Why they chose Joe, my man Joel Osteen? <laughs> Joel Osteen just be chilling, dog. Joel, he's smiling ass preacher. I think they just did it just because of his platform. I mean, he has he's a, such big, a big platform. platform. That so is true. Yeah, that's what that's you know the protesters. That's the whole point to do it where you're the gonna most, you know yep. gonna reach the masses. The most eyes. I remember that when the NBA was uh, in the bubble. Yeah, they were debating about how to play. They were like, "Well, what could we do?" Because now we got the whole country's attention. Yeah. Um. So that's yeah. That is a good point, but. I, I, bro, I, I'm I'm pro-choice. You know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I don't think no. I don't want nobody to tell me what to do with my body. So I don't really want to tell anybody what to do with theirs. But um, so I, I, I'm in support of what these women are doing. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ludicrous that we could try to take away a woman's right to choose after so many years of them having it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not necessarily a fan of abortion. I don't think I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like telling people to go out there and do it. But uh, I think to take away but, someone's right, right to choose. They should is, have the choice. Yeah, exactly. You know, that That's the whole key. You know what I'm saying? You can be, you know, pro. you can be someone who doesn't believe in abortion, but at the same time, understand that one, everybody's not the same. We all have different viewpoints and, the last thing we should have is the government telling us what I mean, they they're going to tell us what we can and can't do in so many other situations. But some of these laws that some of these states are passing specifically down south where no matter what you get impregnated, whether it's rape, you got to have that baby. It yep. is. That's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, Keith, have you heard Adidas decided to end a partnership with Yeezy um, and Kanye West, also known as Ye, because of his uh, anti-Semitic comments, which I've seen, and I guess other racial comments he made, but they seem to put more of a focus on the anti-Semitic stuff um, that he said, um, causing Kanye to lose his billions, billionaire status um, and causing Adidas to probably take a hit in this fourth quarter. But they were like, we got to do it. Uh, have you heard? I did. Uh, it's, it's, it's not... It's not surprising uh, because of the level that Kanye went to with, with all his shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know Adidas is probably a hard decision because they quite they're quite tied together financially. That that Yeezy shit brought in, brought in a lot of money. We wasn't paying oh. attention to Adidas before Yeezy got there. Exactly. <laughs> and in fact, we still didn't pay attention to, to Adidas because <laughs> Kanye took that Adidas shit off of the shoe. Like you forgot that it was, Adidas had something to do with it. Word. So because um, before. Adidas helped Kanye more. Then as things went on, the brand got so strong that Kanye 
having his affiliation with them helped them more like make that made them legit on the uh, you know uh, on the hype beast market mm-hmm. but I, I know it was probably a, a hard decision for them but it, it probably just got too far at first he was probably like you know he would go defcon and all, whatever and they're like he wasn't specific though you, you, you go with us kanye but then after a while it's like <laughs> shit like damn bro all right we, i guess we gotta tie our wagon to james harden now because this shit is real <laughs> they're also a german company um mm-hmm. and they you know frown upon was, that and what's funny is that kanye made people re- realize that shit and i at least me and knowing that that i i'm close to realize like brought it top of mind that adidas is a german company i mean we've been living in, with adidas you know since run dmc and yep. just never thought mm-hmm. about the german aspect of, the, of them until <laughs> kanye and anti-semitic shit and he, he went on Drink Champs and said something like, oh, I'm going to make anti-Semitic comments and Adidas won't drop me. And they were like, well, now you forced our hand, bro. You heard up, man. Um, Oh, shit. Smack, before uh, we bounce, I just remembered, man, Brittany Griner. She's home. <laughs> released from Russia. I, did you think it was going to happen? You had speculation that it might not have happened, right? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that. It, I didn't think, not that I didn't think she would never come home, but, you know, I... I'm like, man, she can be there jammed up for years. Till this war is over over there, right? And shit, like, um, it got nervous. I got, like, and it's such a silly thing to be locked up for. Because um, they recently moved her to, to a, like, a... Detention a, camp or some yeah, shit. Yeah, like a bad part of the country, like, where yeah. it's just, it's where you go to real do long bids. That's, like, slavery. Yeah, slavery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, she, um... Penal I'm, colony. Penal Colonies. Colony, right? Yeah. No, no. I'm happy that uh, Britney's home because it got a little shaky, got nervous for a while. Um, and I'm happy that she's Britney, if that makes sense. Because how many NBA players, so excuse me, WNBA players, we don't even know their name. Shit, there's NBA players, we don't even know their name. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm glad that it was Britney Grinder who could dunk in college. You know what I'm saying? We known Britney for a while. Like, right. I don't know too many WNBA players. I know the Sue Birds. I know the Diana Taurasi. I know the old school Lisa Leslie, um, Cheryl Swoops, but if she was Shaquana from the Las Vegas, <laughs> whatever, I don't know if she was coming home. Right. I don't really, I, I really don't. And it's sad to say, but it's just like, um, that's, that's, I, I, so I am glad that the person who did get jammed up in this situation was someone who, uh, of enough notoriety or, or, or fame or whatever you want to call it. To have this push, cause the the, the dude uh, Wheeling, he's still over there, right? Yeah, <laughs> it was me. I'm, y'all may not see me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you was Gary from Midnight Basketball League, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we we sending you uh, care packages over there. I you know it, what I mean? So definitely uh, thoughts and prayers with Brittany Grinder. Uh, stay out of trouble. I, I, I feel like as much People, as you like, if you going through airports. Don't travel with shit that you... If, it, if you think, ah, oh, shit, I... Don't do it. There's weed that, everywhere. <laughs> there's weed everywhere. There's weed everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you if you using it for your aches and pains, or you do, you can probably get it easier. You know what I mean? So, that nah, yeah, definitely stay out of trouble, Brittany. Think she gonna smoke again? 
that's a good question. That's a good question. She either really wants she smoke or never. She never wants to be around that shit ever again, bro. Uh, right now, she is lighting up the fattest spliff and enjoying her life. But uh, thoughts and prayers with Brittany. And uh, that's another episode in the books, back man. We we coming to the end of the year. You know what I'm saying? And things is gonna keep moving. Um, definitely want to shout you out. Definitely for getting coming on board with the Perfect Talk podcast this year. We dropped a lot of fire episodes. Uh, shout out to everybody on YouTube and rocking out with us. Um. And we're definitely going to keep things going in 23, brother. For sure.